It's 10 years into me being a special needs parent. I became a special needs parent when my daughter, Emma, became brain injured due to a mistake made in a hospital. And the injury was so massive that nobody expected Emma to be anything but vegetative for the rest of her life. Generally, we were told, just give up on her. Just pass her into institutional care. Just move on with your life. Well, yesterday, my daughter turned 11. She was brain injured when she was eight months old. And it's more than a decade. And yes, she's not able to crawl or walk. She's nonverbal. She's bedridden. But oh my gosh, she is phenomenal in so many ways that I'd never have dreamed that she could be that I could witness, that life would offer to me. And it brings to mind the concept of the richest gift you could ever get wrapped in newspaper. When you receive that gift, it certainly feels like a throwaway gift. It feels like it really couldn't be anything too special. In fact, you would be tempted to turn your nose up at it. You wouldn't expect any real joy to come out of that gift wrapped in newspaper. At least not many people would. But then you start unwrapping. And layer after layer after layer of newsprint is pulled away until the most spectacular gift, the one that's not ever sold in stores, the one that nobody has done fancy marketing for ends up in your hands. That's how I feel about Emma. That's what I felt today as I moved into saying to my daughter, happy 11th birthday, darling. And I wished her a wonderful 12th year of life that she was beginning. So much comes up as your child moves into a second decade. You know, in my mind, it's a second decade because 10 years are behind us with this special needs journey. And a a lot of reflect 
is what I found coming all around me, making me feel sad and heavy and relive a lot of the pain that has come in this 10 years behind of us. And then the clouds parted and what I was left with were so many lessons that Emma taught us. And she doesn't have a voice to say, Mommy, listen, this is what I need you to know. And this is what I need you to observe. This is what I need you to change. This is what I observe you do. This is the trap you fall into. She doesn't get to say those things. She's been diagnosed as blind. We think it's cortical visual impairment. We know it is. And so that ability to see some color is is coming in in this past year. So she's not blind, but she certainly can't see my face. She can't recognize complex things. Not yet. So she can't look at me. She can't meet my eyes. She can't say, hey, mommy, wake up. Pay attention. Shift your thinking. Change your behavior. And so what she has done is she has patiently taught me lessons by living a certain way, by being truly herself and waiting patiently for me to open up and see. I mean, I wrote a whole book coming out of those lessons Um, and that's lighting the path you'll see the link in the show notes for sure so I refer to lighting the path when I think about it as Emma's book because that book has crystallized the lessons that I feel pretty sure Emma came here to teach me to support others through etc But you know, a journey doesn't end just because a book was written. And so today I sat down and I was thinking about the lessons I've learned from Emma. And I wanted to make this episode because I want to share some of the ones that are shining the brightest right about now. And a few of them will come with short stories But most of them will just be a statement. My wish is that some of these lessons, some of these statements, some of these stories are going to resonate with you. Are going to be just the thing that you need a reminder of. Or just the thing that you need to hear for the first time. Because I guess... Not everybody will have heard or thought of all of these things. And many of them are not intuitively things that I I knew. Often in my life, I had learned, I had observed different patterns of thought and behavior. As I was growing up, as I was going through my education system, as I was 
being taught how to behave and see life and expect life to be and show up in church and society and all the other places. And so I've been relearning a lot of things, sparked by Emma's example many times. And these are some of the ones that really said, pick me, pick me, share this. So here we are. Let's go. The first one is a big one. Forget about other people's opinion of you. All you need to keep going is to trust that you are enough. This has been such a hard lesson for me to learn because... I have this overactive inner critic that tears me to pieces and that tells me I'm not worthy and that tells me all the things that are wrong with me. From the outer things like my looks to the inner things like I always doubt my competence, I always feel that there's something more I should do to get this whatever I have to do more perfect. And it's all not true. Emma showed me that. Emma showed me that because on paper, people think Emma's a nobody. Doctors do it all the time. They see her as subhuman and not worthy of care, not worthy of talking to, not even telling her if they're going to do something to her. They'll just do it. It's foisted on her. Nobody says, okay, Emma, we're going to do this. Very few doctors do that. And it's so easy to feel that my child is not worthy. Yeah, because she doesn't look like, and she doesn't behave like, and she doesn't have the abilities like the normal, in open inverted commas the normal, in inverted commas, child, person, human. Ah, but Emma doesn't buy that crap. She's showing up for her life and she never doubts she's enough and she's been showing me that. And so I'm learning from her. Trust that you are enough. Nobody else's opinion matters when it comes to that. Lesson two. When the pain gets too much, go ahead and cry it out. Take your emotions and look at them and get to know them and name them and dig into them and figure out what you need to figure out about the things that are coming up for you doesn't mean you have to go digging for stuff that you're not ready to process but there are things coming up which means that it's time to process them so process them and if that means getting angry and dealing with your anger or crying it out or talking to somebody then do it instead of stuffing it down 
because you never heal and you never move on. And you don't deserve, you just don't deserve to stay stuck in that place and come back to that place over and over. Move forward. You're not less competent. You're not less worthy. You're not a weakling if you cry. Everybody needs to get it out. And sometimes the strongest people are the people who need to cry. Lesson three. Every single morning, Emma wakes up. She might be close to not seeing at all. But there's such joy on that child's face and in that child's voice. Every single day she starts with gratitude, with excitement. Like it, there's a new day, there's a new adventure. Oh my, the birds are singing. How wonderful is it that I have the chance to enjoy another day with the people I love, doing things that I'm going to love. She expects a wonderful day. She's joyful about it. She's so grateful for it. So that's a lesson. Wake each morning, friend, with joy and gratitude. Expect the day to be wonderful and push into that day with that expectation. Lesson four. Don't let... All the things you can't do make you forget who you are. Often we are told how we should see ourselves. Often other people pass judgment on us. And we accept their judgment and it changes our perception of ourselves, our respect for ourselves, our expectations of ourselves our confidence, our joy in being. And that's the lesson I've learned. No matter what anyone else has said that Emma will never do, can never do, should never do. It's always never, never, never when people talk about them. <laughs> and year after year, they may be very small changes but there are changes she continues to develop abilities she continues to do things that they said she'd never do even to adulthood oh and her smile is beautiful and it reminds me that in Emma is this little soul that never was brain injured that never was shut down, that never became smaller, just because she couldn't lift her head or raise her hand or say a word or see. Didn't change that soul, didn't change who she is. And that's beautiful, that's powerful, that's joyful. She continues to be exactly who she is despite all of the external things that make her look like she's less. So, don't pay attention to the things that you or others may pass judgment on you about and tell you you can't and you aren't good enough. 
Instead, look to how wonderful you are. Instead, remember who you are and function from there. The fifth lesson. Learn from your challenges. Don't let your challenges be something that life has done to you to decimate you and to beat you down. Use your challenges as something that works for you. Use those challenges to help you to grow, to adapt, to become better, to discover the richer version of yourself that's waiting to be uncovered. And then use that richness that comes out of the challenge to help others when it's their turn. She's taught me to do that. Sometimes I make videos with her on social media under my name. It's just my full name on Instagram and on Facebook. And those videos are the videos that people get engaged with the most. And that's because there's a light that shines from M. There's a joy that comes. And there's a reminder I feel that comes that says, listen, you may be going through some really tough things. And I've been there too. That's what I think M says to people without words. I've been through so much and yet look, look how much joy, look how much light I can give. Look how I can touch you and inspire you. And so you can too. Lesson six. Don't let your hurt, when somebody hurts you, don't let that hurt destroy your compassion, your hope, your trust, or your ability to expect positivity and connection with others. Don't hide yourself away. Don't be resentful. Don't feel that you have to become this commodity, distrustful, bitter person just because others have hurt you. Because this world isn't made up of only those people. So many people have been dismissive of him. But I've never seen her be anything but joyful. I've never seen her be anything but open to loving the next person who comes up and who tries to talk to her or share with her. Seven. Keep trying, keep learning. Nobody decides what you can't do except you. There's no timeline on your becoming. Forever and ever, as long as your life continues, you get to evolve into a better version. You get to learn more, do more. 
you get to apologize for mistakes. You get to build more connection. And talking about connection, make laughter, fun, play, and connection a part of your daily practice. In so many ways, that's why we're here. That's a big part of the competence that comes with us when we are born. Look at children. Children like to explore, try new things, learn new things, laugh and play. Make connections, build trust. And finally, speaking about building trust. There's so much that comes up as you interact with people. And here's the last lesson. Some people will pretend to love you, to impress others. They'll only show up to talk to you when they need to report to others about how you are. Other than that, they are blind to you. That's what we've seen with them. People who just don't really show up for her, for her but show up the day before they have a meeting where they want to say, oh, yes, I know how she's doing and here's the latest. Other people will simply love you, uncaring of what people see or say. They are not showing up in your life to perform or to pretend for anybody else's benefit. Let your heart guide you to know the difference between those two sets of people. And surround yourself with the ones who are genuinely loving and caring toward you and your child. And start curating who you choose to surround yourself and your child with because you deserve better in your life. There are wonderful connections awaiting development. I'm not saying to isolate yourself more than you most likely already are. But there are better qualities to seek out as you build your circle of trust. I hope these lessons that I learned from M resonate with you and have made a difference to you. If any of them really stood out, I'd love a DM from you on Instagram or on Facebook. Send me a message and tell me which message, which lesson that I shared really touched you, really made a difference? Which one did you need to hear? And tell me a little bit about you and your family and the lessons you've learned, the lessons you've shared, the hands you've held. Until next week. Have a wonderful week and be well. Bye.